Britain, as well as sailing to far horizons. But fashions in trade shifted, and whaling had moved away from the Yorkshire ports. New processes introduced into the manufacturing world made shipping alum from the town no longer a profitable proposition, and ironstone was mined closer to the furnaces of Teesside. Whitby's fortunes had altered along with these changes, but Sarah's family had always managed to survive the hard times and prosper in the good, thanks to the acumen of her father. The great days of the town seemed very close again as she gazed out of the window, eyes unseeing now. A tear trickled down her cheek as she remembered the anniversary of Jim Barber's death. With it came a vision of two whirling figures, she in his arms, laughter and love on both faces. Unaware of the rest of the world, they danced for the joy of the love they had just declared for one another. She glanced down at the book. Her arthritic fingers stroked it lovingly. The passing years were clear enough in their gnarled and twisted appearance. Yes, those fingers had written enough. The important things, not the frivolous ones. It had been a labour of love conducted largely for her own satisfaction. A faithful record. No one else knew about it. What should she do with it now? She started, hearing a noise downstairs. Voices. Esther! Sarah glanced at her fob watch. Goodness, she was early. The diary. Must put it out of sight. Sarah struggled to get to her feet. Her walking stick slipped and rattled to the floor. She reached out for it. The book slithered from her grasp and fell with a thud that in her panic she was sure would be heard throughout the house. She pushed hard on the arms of her chair, but her right hand slipped and she fell sideways, jarring her spine. She gasped for breath, face screwed up against the pane. The door burst open. "'Aunt!' Alarm heightened Esther's greeting as she hurried across the room. She dropped to her knees beside Sarah. "'I'm all right. Don't fuss,' insisted Sarah, trying her best to sound unconcerned. "'Just sit quietly,' said Esther, knowing that her great-aunt abhorred being a nuisance to anyone. Seeing that her aunt was settling, she called over her shoulder to the maid who'd followed her into the room and waited to be of help. A good cup of strong sweet tea, please, Jenny. Yes, ma'am. No, aunt. What were you trying to do? queried Esther, as she retrieved the walking stick and placed it next to her aunt's hand. I was trying to get up and the stick slipped. Seems something else fell, said Esther, picking up the book. Automatically she glanced at the page that had opened when it fell. She stared at the handwritten entry where she'd expected to see a printed page. Looking back, I realise now what sacrifices Arabella made. If I'd only known at the time, maybe I could have helped her more. Give that to me. Sarah's voice was firm and commanding. Esther looked up at her aunt in surprise. I'll take that. Sarah's voice had grown quieter, but it was still authoritative, her tone the one Esther had known throughout her forty-three years and had rarely disobeyed. 
But now, favourite niece or not, she felt an urge to be disobedient. She flicked to another page and briefly scanned the familiar writing. It was long enough for her to realise what it was she was holding. This is a diary. You've been keeping a record of... It is not for other people's eyes. Esther ignored this and went on. The family. This entry mentions your sister Harriet. The other one, my grandmother, Arabella. Excitement came to Esther's voice. Will this tell me all about the family? I've told you all you need to know. Sarah's tone was forbidding. She wanted to discourage Esther's questions. But I think there is a lot more. Aunt, I want to know it all. I've told you it's not for other people's eyes. Then why have you kept it? Sarah read something of herself in it.